0: Dear buyers, store owners, online retailers, wholesalers, neighboring countries, Africa, and consumers of the world, um, I apologize that I'm, I'm doing it in sort of a professional setting. Uh, this is something I've been speaking about for ten years, and it was always, it's always natural for me when I speak to buyers, when I get into a room, or the opportunity to do so. So please bear with me this morning um, as I just go through a few points. So firstly, I just want to say to all the people I just mentioned that we appreciate any support. Um, we appreciate support of you putting local manufacturers on your shelf, uh, putting product relevant products to us as consumers, where you take the time to say, I don't want to confuse the consumers, but I'm going to give them an option of a what they refer to in retail as a good, better, best or good and better, or better and best um, so, um, option. And thank you always for making sure that the supply chain in the background is always taken care of and that we have stock on the shelves and that we can all go and enjoy a consumer experience when we go to store. I beg you to keep an open mind to South African manufacturers, African manufacturers. Um, sometimes we are engineers and scientists, um, sometimes we are not the best at selling our products. Um, We're not always the best at positioning that product, but you've got the skills, you've got the mindset, and you know exactly what needs to be positioned and relevant. And sometimes what we do is, it's about who wins the negotiations. And I think we need to go into a space of fair negotiation, sustainability on both sides, bankable rents in the buyers, the wholesalers, the retailers. But um, also, a great consumer experience with not you know easily breakages or defect product in mind. Um, thank you for those buyers that take the time to always stick to those things and make sure that we have got great products to choose from now. <sighs> You know, and I don't want to go into this at the moment, but it's not always a fair playing field for local companies in whichever African country you might serve. Um, I'm not gonna, it's not the time or the day for me to go into that, but I think a lot of you know when I uh, know um, what I say when I, when I mention that. Please keep in mind also the, the benefits of dealing with local manufacturing companies, local production or services of goods. Stock on hand – after-sale care, it's vitally important. The consumers' complains hugely about defect products and after-sale and care. And that's where local companies just strive in the after-sale market, how they back up their guarantees. Uh, products and service developments, we can work with you to make sure that we stay relevant. We have the right products for the right environment. Um, consumer awareness around value chain I think is now more than ever um, in discussion, I don't know how long that's going to be and how long we'll keep the memory of supporting local or developing our local economy um, emergency moments I mean we, we know buyers have had moments where a um, somebody walks into a store needs a huge volume of, of products or goods and that's where local companies can come to the party within a few minutes um, make contact with us and then within hours in most cases we deliver those goods um, and keep the, your customers happy training and merchandising support um, it's very overlooked you know uh, merchandising is an incredibly hard support to give um, it's labor intensive uh, it's a costly exercise for local companies um, and we do it with a lot of pride Um, the training that we also offer you know we are very invested in making sure that when we train it's not about our ego not about telling anybody about how wonderful products are in South Africa or Africa but it is really to to train you of how to sell that value proposition to the end consumer make your customer happy and then bank money in that transaction or that solution or that service um same uh, you know age stock management Um, a lot you know depends on your agreements depends on the retailers online uh, brick and mortar um we have a Great Uh, H-stock management uh, assistance, you know, where we get involved before it gets to that point and markdowns into stores. You know, that's again another value add that they offer. Sellout support through marketing. So we make sure that the consumers are aware of our product. We don't ask for emotional please support, but factual based on the product that serves them the best. It's the best environment. And cost is not always the factor because, yes, upfront cost is always sensitive in every retailer and consumer. I personally, for myself, But what's also important is that we educate and make sure that we understand that whatever we're saving, 10 rand or 20 rand or 100 rand, depending on the value category of the product, what does that mean in the long term? Um, do we purchase, repurchase again four times the year? So eventually we could have just purchased that product for 10 or 20 rand more and it could have lasted us for the year. You know, the value chain that that that, that um, uh, product represents, the logistics behind it, the mechanics that service the equipment and the tools that make the products, the um. Uh, um administrative people, you know, everything that surrounds that business and how much invested economy is that in South Africa on the environment in which it serves, which is a huge, huge, huge benefit. And that benefit's not always seen by buyers and wholesalers and salespeople, and I completely understand that. Um, but we need to just understand that that's something we take for granted, but it doesn't come from an imported product overseas. And I'm not saying everybody, but in a very rare occasions i think can understand the environment and the service in which they developed you know if i speak particularly about a client of ours lasher tools you know they make wheelbarrows and spades and forks and etc and somebody asked and and always gets the question is how we can claim and not just claim but guarantee that our product or service will last nine to 45 times longer is because we've made it with the environment in in mind we also get our steel from the local local guys which understands the environment um the engineering that goes behind all of that. Um, so please just understand that we have these development teams, a lot of companies do, a lot of suppliers do, and we you know, are standing by and hopefully ready to serve you. Global footprint and credibility. If you look at our export market, again, it's not a detail I'm not going to go into too much, but our export market, if you really go into the data and the analysis, the world appreciates South African-made products. And it's a self-love that South Africans are still learning and hopefully now have learned and and have started to create awareness around it more than ever. Um, So that footprint and that credibility that South African factories offers now and very importantly in the future, disruption of value chains or supply chains around the country, um, around the world has been made and Africa definitely sits in that position to pick up some of those pieces seasonal support and on-site support you know seasonal support what i mean by that is is that you know as you go through the seasons um, in your country you know the products that match the seasons and that we also have a very very good on you know support system for that so you don't have to plan in three or six months ordering cycles it's something that we can deal with you on the ground and immediately The marketing initiatives um, that happens in store product placements, strategic placements, excitement and um, and things that we create in brick-and-mortar stores, online campaigns... um, the on-site support, also very important. A product goes to a site, The product goes, um, and, and if something happens with that product, local companies go to the site and support that. Not um, as the face or the brand and the ownership or the custodians of that brand. We take ownership at site, but always redirect that business back to the brick-and-mortar stores that support us. So that's another offer that I have. Um, you hold a massive opportunity to help us in the fight back um, to the new economy into getting a make make up for lost time um, and it's a it's something that's so valuable and um, I really want you all to just respect that moment um, and then decide what you want to do with it the value chain difference um, you know if you look at the value chain if you and I spoke about it a little bit earlier you know If you look at a product that just comes into it, it goes into a warehouse. Yes, there's some people attached to that service and offering. It gets a markup. It goes into store. And yes, there's some value chain attached to that. But the main, main value chain comes from local products is that then if they make it in the factory environment, it's the people that have to service that machines. It's people that have to come and replace stuff like oil, uh, you know, filters. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, if you – um, um, look at the, um, the value chain difference. Um, just need to take that then out. Then also, you know, when you sell on value versus price, um, Value versus price is is something that I've been fighting for for a very long time. And the value is all the stuff we just spoke about that goes with South African-made goods, African-made goods, local goods that's in your environment in which you serve, versus just always selling on price. Um, you know, Then I always said to people, take off the brand of your business, don't, you know, because then you're just a trading floor, just a trading store, and the brand and what you stand for and the values and what you spend money to market that business, feet that you drive into the store, it's not really needed if it's all going to be a price uh, based product and all you then have to be is the cheapest and that's an easy sell recyclable value chain you know we have South African companies, African companies have a, have a recyclable mindset of their products and that's not always the case if it comes from an imported market because they don't really necessarily have the same heart and future-looking idea for the environment in which um, we serve. Um, and that's not necessarily something I want to take away from them because that's a responsibility that we hold as buyers, as wholesalers, and... Um, then the immediate impact. You know, I say about this so many times that if you purchase today, put it on the shelf tomorrow, and you give the product the right position with the feet that you have in your store, that impact is felt immediate. Um, we buy it today, and tomorrow it continues promoting a job locally. Um Real-time support. An emergency comes up, something you know that you have to deal with on a on a on an hourly basis, or a client comes in with a request. That immediate support is available from South African or local produced companies. Real, rea- real relationships versus a number. Now, this is a lot of people would say, "Why do you even care? I don't care. If I have a numbers relationship, it makes me profit and etc. I don't really care about that. I think real relationship is something we need to challenge because as we just went through this as we are going through this huge thing at the moment um, in the world, it just really brought to light the fact that relationships are going to be so important. It makes us happier um, to have relationships. It adds more value to our life and to our families. And that's something that we really need to have a look at versus just a number, an order number, a markup, a margin, and put it onto the shelf. Supplies local manufacturing companies of low produ- uh, production of audience. So, what do I mean when I say this? Um, it's uh, uh, this is to the companies that manufacture, this is to the suppliers that um, provide local goods and services. Don't just always rely on an emotional purchase. Um, we have to be relevant, we have to be bankable um, when it comes to the environment in which we serve we have to be create demand for our products and we have to explain the value of our products so that when the retailer that stocks it or the online portal that stocks it that it's a notch in their belt it's um it's it's something that they can feel proud of and something that they can be feel really motivated to sell the You know, be relevant and be innovative. You know, be innovative in your approach. Look at global market. Look at what's happening around the world. You know, and go back to your sales team and go back to your operations team and your factory teams and whichever people you need to speak to and say, listen, guys... What is our innovation? You know, are we still relevant? You know, how are we doing this going forward? If we're doing this for 40 years, but what's the new way forward? You know, and how do we turn that into a support system to the people that are either selling the product in the front lines, the admin people that are collecting the funds, that it, we create this wonderfully proud environment to work out and we know for a fact just by natural way that that will cre- create more production, more productivity, and definitely a better environment in order to work in. Regardless of the challenges that you face, We have to race to the occasion at the moment. Even in the best of times, it's difficult to do business. And now more than ever, we need to have a look and say, you know, why do we raise from this? Are we going to just be stuck in this grunt of not showing what to do? Like, listen, I've got no chance with that retail. I've dealt with that buyer in the past before that wholesaler was never really interested in servicing or, uh, uh, my product. You know that independent buying group was never really um, something that we've chased after. Well, right now, you need to take a moment to think about that. Put that hit list together. Make sure that your value proposition speaks to you first as an individual, to yours as your a company, but then more importantly, target it to the people that you wanted to purchase in. Or the stores that you want to stock in or the online portals that you want to take up your product put time and effort in making sure that all of that is in place then Take control of your products and the strategy. So take control of your sellout strategy. Take control of how you sell and position the product that you do. You know, we can't just be producers and say, well, the rest needs to be left up to the retailers. I know for a fact in the past that that was definitely a a big driving point or that's how sort of the lay of the land was. But I think the time has come for us to challenge our local guys to say, be part of the strategy, have a better vision in mind, and, 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 and use technology to forward your business. Fight for your position in the store, you know? (sighs) With your wholesaler. You know, showing the examples of the benefit. You know, I, I, We we have taken uh, um, um, clients in the front line, t- got fantastic r- um, um, recommendations from them or experiences with the product or services. Put a database together and send that to the buyer to say, see what people are saying about our products. When the store managers, we used to go to the store managers and say, tell me about the clients in our brand and our product. Are they looking for it? Are they after it? Are they happy with it afterwards? Is it serving an environment to enrich your environment? Is it helping you you know is it is it benefiting you on a daily basis and how can we do that better? and then you know when you have selling partners, we appreciate them you know appreciate that they put the effort in the, uh, into your product but also make sure that you know um, you engage with them to always say that you know are they doing it the right way Um, you know you know your industry and the product that you serve the best are you communicating that value or the things that you learn or as it changes in dynamics are you communicating that um, to the buyers are you communicating that to the end consumers um, and are you getting people excited and we 've got a role to play in motivation? Everybody's going through a hell of a lot of dips at the moment, so all of a sudden we 've got an additional role to play, and that 's to motivate the selling channels or selling partners or sales that sell our product, that take the time to purchase our product and That was a message that I wanted to give and and and, and if we get this right. We have this huge, immense amount of power between buyers, wholesalers, um, salespeople, retailers, um, also to consumers, um, you know, that we take just a little bit of all of this in dynamics and we just a little bit think about more about if you purchase, if you think one moment about what I'm going to purchase, you don't have to think about that again. And then before you know it, you've got the 20, 30 top most used products in your life. Know who they are, know what you're buying and what you're getting out of that.